Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. I hope you're ready. Let's go. At Calabash Conversations, the conversation isn't always the same. We talk about things postpartum related. We talk about the conscious creation process. We talk about life, living, and how to truly do this from a conscious space. Welcome once again to Calabash Conversations. The last time we spoke, we ended with uh, the top five things I wish I was told about the postpartum journey. And what I'll do, I'll just quickly remind you of what those five things were, and then we'll dive in. So one, boundaries. Two, breastfeeding can hurt. Three, being physically healed to resume sex does not equate to being ready. And four, unresolved feelings or issues may surface. And five, you can do this. Let's go. Boundaries. What I'll do, as I interspersed in this conversation, I will have uh, some of my experiences and some shared with me by sister friends who have given me permission to talk about it. It is necessary for us to set boundaries for our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. And not just ours, those around us, especially our newborn, is affected by our well-being or by the state that we are in. Depending on the culture you're from, you're told that a strong woman does everything. So this includes taking care of everybody else even after giving birth. In my culture, that is the expectation. Whilst we're not told this, this is what we see mirrored around us. So when we get to the stage where we are no moms, then we think that we should do the same thing. I, a lot of us are no longer in the country of our birth. So a lot of us are immigrants. So we're parenting in a country that is not our country of birth. And for most of us, this comes with leaving your support system in your home country. And at the time when you're giving birth, or at the time when you give birth, you're especially vulnerable. You need people around whom you're comfortable with, people you can trust, or people who also understand. So sometimes there are people around us, whether nursing staff or just friends, who would like to help. They try to help, but there is, there's this cultural divide that needs to be navigated. There are things that are not understood. 
In addition to that, we have, uh, for those of us who are, not us, for those who are fortunate enough to have uh, moms or mother-in-laws coming to take care of us or coming to assist during this critical time, that also comes with it or that also brings with it another, let's say another set of issues we need to navigate. And in all these situations, boundaries necessary. With the birth of my second child, I, I agreed to host a family of four a few weeks after giving birth. I had, at this time, I had a five-year-old and we'd also just moved to our new home two days after giving birth. So imagine all of that upheaval. Now, what was I thinking? Of course, I was thinking that I could do it all. Even though this was not my first time going through the postpartum process, I still thought that I, I could do this in the sense that having four other people to take care of would be fine. Now, through the process, I realized that not only was it not fine for me, but also for my five-year-old, I saw changes in him. He was stressed because what we forget sometimes is that our children are little people. So whatever stresses us as adults more than likely has a similar effect on them. So I saw this in his behavior. And even with myself, I remember I had an appointment where I took both my children and uh, we left the appointment early or the appointment ended early. And instead of returning home, we stopped on the road just, it was really for my peace of mind, for me to gather my mental state before heading back home. And uh, this family of four, they're my relatives. I love them. So it has nothing to do with how I felt about them. The truth of the matter is it was simply overwhelming. And uh, at this time, when I say this time, during your postpartum journey, you, rather than being the nurturer, you need to be nurtured. So how could I have set boundaries in that situation? Well, I could have and I should have lovingly said, no, not at this time. So yes, I would love for you to come and visit. However, let us look at a time that works for both of us. A time when I am in a better mental and physical state to not just care for myself, but also to adequately care for you, my guests. Another area in which we could set boundaries for those who have our mothers coming. And this doesn't only apply if you're living in a country other than that of your birth. You could be living in the same country, but you are no longer around your family. So you could be living in just a totally different parish, a different province, a different state, whatever it is called where you live. But at this time of giving birth, you have your mom, stepmom, mother-in-law. You have someone coming to be with you. What happens is that 
Our parents, as much as they know that we are grown, we're adults, to them, we're still their children. Because face it, we still are their children. But when we have a family of our own, at times, there's this thin line that gets eroded. Yeah, it gets eroded because they know that they do things or they have done things X way for however years. And they have seen their mom do the same and their grandmother. So when it comes to us and our children, they still see themselves as the authority. And based on that, they are going to tell us in no uncertain terms this is how you do this. This is how you give your child your bath. This is, how, this, is, this is how many times you do that. No, you can't do this. But the fact of the matter is this, that even if this is your first time giving birth, there are things that you innately know as a mother. You also likely would have thought about the process before. Yes, you would have learned from your par- parents, as in the mothers in your community, from your mom too, you would have learned a certain way of doing things. But you also, on your own, have gathered life skills. Life skills that you would now like to combine with that which you knew before. And these are the skills that you would love to employ in caring for, nurturing, and rearing your family. In order to communicate this in a loving and respectful way to someone who cared for you, it takes, should I say, guts? Yeah, it does. And uh, it could be a scary time because you're one, okay, so how do I say this so I do not offend her? How do I say this so she doesn't get upset and leave? How do I say this and maintain the peace? In order to do this, a strong sense of self is necessary. And to get to that place where you're able to have this conversation and not just have the conversation, but come from a place of power when you're having this conversation, you would have had to have built up these muscles from before. We can't wait or we shouldn't wait until we are faced with a situation to start figuring out how to how to deal with it. Now, the truth is that there are some situations that you can't necessarily prepare for because there's some things that you have no clue would happen. But the foundation really is having a strong sense of self. And uh, when we have already built up this foundation, what is necessary or what is needed at that time always silence is needed. Just step back, be with yourself for a minute and think. Go back to that which you knew before and just try to figure it out. If you are spiritual, if you're religious, wherever you derive your power, your strength from, just take the time. Spend some time with yourselves, reconnect, and then have this conversation. It is necessary for your health and for preserving the relationships around you. Understand too, though, that even with this preparation, it may not always go smoothly because uh, the person you're communicating with might not be in the space to receive what you're sharing. But that 
we have to understand is not ours to do. What is ours to do is to clearly, lovingly, respectfully communicate our feelings, set our boundaries. What is for the other person to do is how they choose to receive it. So it's pretty much not being attached to the outcome. We care. Yes, we care about the person. We care about preserving the relationship. But the outcome, after we have spoken our truth, we cannot control the outcome. So we have to be at a place mentally where we make peace with that. I trust this has been food for thought and that you have found the content helpful. Let's meet again next week for our conversation on sex and the postpartum journey. Thanks for listening to Kalabash Conversations. I invite you to share or tell a friend about it and visit us at designingyourpath.com. At designingyourpath.com, you will find a workbook that is free for you to download and use it. It will help you as you design your path and find your way to remembering and living the truth of who you are.